Welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community and anyone who is new. You have landed on a podcast that is for 5D mystics, enlightenment soul age group individuals, functional adults, and so that would be emotionally mature people who know how to harness all of our human emotions, and that's where spirituality process is, aka functional adult journey, and there's a lot of trauma-informed stuff that we get to talk about, the other also human stuff, which would be sociology, psychology, we don't really list it, but anyone who believes in the devil or evil, this is not the place for you, that's for 4D people to move over to 4D land, and you know, there's plenty of influencers in that spectrum and 3D, there are plenty of people who still believe in those areas, this is not one of those places, uh, we also don't weaponize words, we do converse however, and I do use words of my trauma-informed educational, not only certificates, but also sources, the mystic is because I channel, I'm a person who has optimized my brain, it's an integrated brain, you can do it too, and that's exactly why the group here that we're building are people who love being a human being. That's what I love. So don't insult my species, please. You can go somewhere else if you believe humans are idiots in the sense of they're limited. No, they're not limited. That there are idiots who are dead sure about everything, yes. And the one thing that I know is untrue is that humanity is limited. So humans are awesome. I'm a human. And those who don't have a relationship with their emotions, in fact, are the same ones who are in 43D, other soul age groups. And in my book, actually assholes, because they want to extinguish the species I am. So, you know, you're a threat to my life and the life of every human being on the face of this planet. So again, if you believe in the devil or evil, I did grow up with Jesus. And I really recall very clearly what I shared with God at the time, which was, I don't think evil exists the way your people are talking about it. And by people, I mean the institution. Now, the people who are still proud to be part of something that stands behind Jesus, it's not because we don't know that they're imperfect. Every human being on the face of this planet is imperfect and flawed. If anyone wants to maintain their consistency with anything of the all-knowing, all-powerful, it would be that you're not an all-knowing, all-powerful like I'm not. So again, idiots are dead sure. Intelligent ones wander. And intelligence, in fact, is not stale or stagnant which instead rigid and chaos, which is the mind of what an adaptive child, emotionally speaking, when they get upset because their brain is in anger mode without the person behind it. So, okay, you know what? I'm getting into one of those chit chats where I'm just saying, if you believe in the devil or evil, shoo shoo. And if you don't like being a human, shoo shoo again. I'm trying to get people who want to be human together and these stories are for those people because we love our oversoul and no person is an energy vampire or dark aura for that matter. When I've heard these words and I didn't have the trauma informed, I was simply able to say, you know, they're people and you're talking about oneness consciousness, which is unconditional love. Now I can say, yeah, and you're not uh, actually Purusha because if you were you would know what it means to be embodying compassion beyond a reason. You may do all the yoga you want as long as I see you treating my species as a piece of shit and garbage. I know you haven't achieved Purusha. No, you're still in the illusion of the land of monkey brain, doll brain, and let me see, enamored with oneself brain mindset, excuse me, or the butterfly one, or the one focused. And these are not insults. These are actual mindsets. I see people in them all the time. 
Oh yes, let me remember again. These are people who have human suffering. They, they don't understand what it means to move out of it. They want to ruminate because they don't actually understand when I explain to them. And again, my community hears all about it. So if you're ego-sensitive, if you think devils exist, demons exist, uh, please go away. Again, a 5D mystics, it's a community of people who know yoga for real, not pretend. And they also know about a lot of different holistic practices for real, not pretend, which is why we bring science, spiritual, metaphysics, esotericism, crystal therapy, all that stuff. I'm a tarot reader, Akashic record reader, you name it. So again, though we don't believe in energy vampires, the devil, demons, evil, there's none of that. If people have nightmares, there's Patrick McNamara, who has a very great book that I need to read on the religious self and neuroscience is the name of the subject matter. Go away if you believe in anything that is against the human species. I'm a human. I appreciate being one. And I know how to have relationship with my emotions because I was given the possibility to have a healthy childhood with my emotions. The only emotion that I'm still maturing is fear. As the adult, Maria is the name. Thank you. Pseudoscience lady also. So if you believe in devil or evil, I did try to spell it out, but I like to make sure people don't waste their time. Five minutes in. Go away. Shoo shoo. Now. Thank you for stopping by. I appreciate you. There are people that can help you with the whole human suffering thing. If you're interested and curious, I have names for you. If you want to be a jerkwad, then, you know, you can do whatever you want. I love our naysayer. Again, pseudoscience lady, bullshit lady, call me what you will. You can name it all the names you want. I'm actually fond of name calling because they're not in any way, shape or form insulting. These are all your opinions and I respect them because I have a brain and I understand what it means to have thoughts and feelings that are different than another person. So there's that. I also know that I care about the law and I care about the law actually protecting the freedom of creation and creativity, not creation in the other sense. That's, that's actually out of the can't wait for science to prevail. I am so sorry for the ancients who want the medieval ages to come back. I love Jesus again for what he stands for, not for what they've made him stand for. And, you know, they hide texts from us. So just saying, they also, again, as I told God at the time, they don't seem to know that you're all-knowing, all-powerful. I, I don't know where they got lost, but maybe I think actually I do know. You gave them a little bit of confusing material to work with, so they're just using that little wiggle room like lawyers do. Uh, to make their way, no, they're all actually not comfortable with emotions. So their humanity has not increased one bit because their intelligence hasn't, the interpersonal intelligence. They don't know themselves. They don't know their shame, defectiveness, heartbreak, government. They don't know they have childhood trauma. In fact, they are out there trying to get people to stop coddling their children. And here's where, no, no, humanity does exist. Here we are. It's love cycle, people. Leave the children alone. They're going to be annoying, loud, all of it, all of the annoyances. Believe me, I don't have children. I don't want them for a reason. And they are beautiful when they're allowed to express who they are. In fact, they're beautiful when they grow up to be emotionally mature, healthy human beings, which means they don't hide from their emotions. They don't hide from relationships. They don't hide a lot of things. Well, they don't get rigid and talk about entitlements. And then, oh, I'm standing up for humanity, but that group is entitled and they're acting like little jerk with that. That's right there, an adaptive child who does not recognize they have trauma. You calling an entitlement event, you don't know what they went through. You, you don't know what their bodies like. You don't know anything about them. You just see them from the outside. They got money, so you say they're entitled. Excuse me, I think that that's quite egoic and actually not, what's the word, presumptuous, arrogant? I don't know, a lot of words. A lot of words come to my mind, but 
let me not again share that little red flag with the people who think that they know what entitlement or not means. You know what entitled? We are all entitled, the ones who I'm entitled, meaning I have a roof, I got food, I got a house. I think I'm pretty lucky. So again, the only people who weaponize words are the same adaptive children who don't know that they could use some good therapy to become more humane towards all people. And I hear a lot of them, nah, they're... Let me get back into 5D land because I think of all the people who actually speak out of their mouths that they stand up for things and then I see them being the actual opposite. That's where my please appeasers, emotional insecurity and maturity. You got plenty of Kali left to mature over here. Shiva, come on in, please. So whenever a person wants to be an asshole to humanity, that's where I still have a quote-unquote sore spot. Because you see, humanity is expanding consciousness. And when you are consistently purusha prakriti, so unconsciously loving people with their flaws and imperfections, because you know you're not perfect, I'm not perfect, and then you got people weaponizing, quote-unquote. They're not weaponizing. I need to remember Patrick Tiahan's red flag thing. Uh, they don't know how it is to be a child because they weren't allowed to be one. So they think fairness and entitlement and all these words, they want to create rigid, unemotional people. Basically, they want to create mini-thems which really are not fun to be around. They're really not. Functional adults are happy and fun to be around. Adaptive children, they're boring, rigid, annoying. Oh my gosh, are they annoying. When they're screaming their heads off because some poor child is crying and they actually think they can. So again, right now what we have is a bunch of 4D people who are standing in their little self-righteousness. So leave them alone. They're in their anger mode. They didn't learn how to be respected as infants. So that's the thing. They, they feel powerful this way. They think they're heroes and they're as villains and they're rescuing people from other people and all this little adaptive child stuff. It's a very serious business. Disengage when you meet rigidity, meaning allow yourself to be, if you're a functional adult, again, that means you know devil doesn't exist, evil doesn't exist. If you meet any person that does not know how to handle what everything is, their charge state, so say I can handle my charge state. As soon as I see it coming in, Kali, Garrett, there we go, Shiva, there we go, Krishna, Leela. So the heaven in the body is for real, the deal, and enlightenment is the soul age group, and we're going to go into our storyland. So we don't have any enemies here, except for the ones who want to see the human species not live. They're not enemies, though. They're just suffering humanity, and we need to help them. And the good 5D educators are doing that. So let's just allow ourselves to remember Zen masters here. Zen masters, functional adults. So what do we do? We get to dissolve for those who want to dissolve their heartbreak, gut wrench, torn apart, shame, defectiveness, their unresolved trauma. People who want to move out of their adaptive child, and that's where we're going to head. So on that note, anyone who's a hypocrite, we will notice it a mile away and we will look to handle that baby with care. And they're not a baby, they're an actual adult. How do we do that? Very many ways. And again, disengaging from that though, because that's where we can talk about that in the emotional insecurity and immaturity episodes where I will allow a little bit of Kali and Shiva to come on in. But here's uh, something different for today. This channeled guidance as we close the month of the August, almost, we're going to do some storytelling. And so 5D mystics in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, independently from what their journey has been, are people who are now emotionally mature. They have a handle on their right mode and they have a handle on their left. So we always talk nicely about each other. Nicely. So we don't have enemies. 
That means your twin flames, your soulmates, your over. So all people, even the ones who basically annoy us, because there are plenty of people that annoy me, believe me, I just don't make it a point to focus on them because they're all hypocrites. Again, they don't love humanity and I have heard of them and all their theories for like, I'm 43, like my entire life. Right now I'm building finally the people who love humanity because, well, I don't know because right now is the time actually, thanks to the trauma-informed experts who can explain there is no demon or evil in the body of people. You know how tiresome it is to know that already and then to realize, wow, even if I were to have done something completely different in my life, me, Maria, the person, it didn't matter and wouldn't matter because the trauma experts only uncovered the beginning of fight, flight, the nervous system within, what was it, six, 1940s, 1960s, something like that. And yes, the ancients of yoga know a lot of things, but I actually love my upbringing with Jesus. And so I would not have done, and I'm not like actually interested at all with the journey of living in mountains. And that's where I do understand the importance of the spirituality community. And I'm honored to see Sadhguru, but not my cup of tea, not my cup of tea to be in the mountains. I want to walk with the people. Jesus walked with the people. He talked to, he was in cities with people. Yes, he went away for a little while. And all the people, I love to talk about what he did when he went away. That, that's something that, you know, when people want to be away, go for it. You don't have to be away. I didn't go away anywhere to learn all the things we talk about. I lived at home. I still live at home. In fact, I got all my loved ones. They're amazing. <laughs> Playground here. Purusha, Prakriti, we love our loved ones. Like we would never, ever, ever exchange them for anything in a million years. Not our twin flames, not our soul, nothing, nothing. At the only thing, the fear part. The fear part is the one quote unquote worst. But you know, as long as I'm breathing, it's all good. I'm not under a truck, so it's all good. Again, I am going to say I'm lucky. I feel very lucky. Even when I'm in the midst of those worst moments with the fear stuff, I still know, wow, I'm lucky. I have a good relationship with all of the emotions. Fear is the only one. It's okay. It's okay. Like, I seriously, now that even with Patrick Tiahan reminding me, because I don't always keep in mind that good trauma-informed stuff, that those who have adoptive children, they are disconnected from maturity and regular feelings with all emotions. So they feel off. They don't actually look into themselves with intelligent eyes or ears, so they don't wonder, why do I feel disconnected? No, they go the idiot route, which is, I'm dead sure that it's because I'm defective, because they have a shame button. So this is sad, because they say, oh, I'm defective, I should be feeling a different feeling. Instead of either going to therapy or thinking, wait a minute, I'm not defective. I actually had, what was my household like? Oh, wait, that's right. Huh. I wasn't allowed to express my emotions in a playful way. Maybe that's why I'm so bitter with life. Hmm. Yeah, you know, that actually makes a lot of sense. So here's the stories for 5D land. People who are like this, like, wait a minute. And so their brain, their left mode is saying, yeah, right mode. Wait, okay. So you're pissy right now. Charge state. Hmm. Maybe, though, it's not me that's defective. I would say that it's not about defective, is it? I have feelings. Huh. That's right. I'm a human. Hold on. Okay. It's normal to have mood swings. It's normal to have burdens. That's, that's life. That's what they've told me my entire life. So when you actually have a, what I consider common sense, but again, this is where it's only because the intelligent ones wander. The edits are that sure and adaptive children with the childhood trauma, they have inner conflict if they don't become aware of this. So, you know, they start to say, I'm a hero, I'm a villain, I'm a rescuer. And they do this whole thing in their head 
So the ones who don't awaken to, wait, I'm living in my head, and I'm talking about people that I know as heroes and villains, I think maybe I should get out of that one. It's not really the best self-talk, is it? Or talk in general. Okay, so 5D, <clears throat> our stories are beautiful. And if they're not beautiful, they're in equanimity. We don't do the shame cycle stories. So any people who still have inner critic, outer critic, please know that that's not a positive self-talk. You can't move out of unresolved trauma if your body is in a survival mode, which is it is if you're talking in a way of upset, meaning if you're not processing the emotion of anger, frustration, annoyance, with your left mode is the verbal part of your brain. The right mode is where the sensations come up. So the part of neurofeedback is from your cortex you're using, in this case, mindfulness and mindsight. Mindsight is when you're sifting sensations, images, thoughts, feelings. Mindfulness is simply you sitting and being able to sit with your sensations, but you don't explore anything. You just allow yourself to regulate. So with mindfulness, you regulate. That's why yoga, portfolio, ventral vagal nervous system, toning exercises, and being able to put into practice mindfulness, meditation. Sitting in silence is really you just practicing to sit with yourself. So once you're able to sit with your sensations, the images, thoughts, and feelings, step one, you can begin to have good self-talk if you want, or you do this with therapists. This is where the people who need more, they would know so because they actually choose to become their Purusha Prakriti, to become aware of themselves, to become unconsciously loving with their self, with flaws and imperfections, and to note their energy body, it's the nervous system of you. When you're in your ventral vagal state and a restorative embodied self, you'll know what I mean about having in your body. We'll get to that in some other episode, but we talk about it all the time. So the inner growth mindset is something that I use as a word because I created the inner growth mindset formulation and the programs and the course, all this stuff, but let's not make it about that. But that's what I use to say, okay, inner growth, because you explore the inner world of you and you grow, expand consciousness. So the stories here are when you are in love, it's first of all with yourself, if you're 5D, because you are beautiful the way you are, but you also have a range of emotions like every other human and you can tend to them with yourself. So you become your own safe haven, secure base. That means you unconditionally love who you are again. And then you also know what interests and tickles your mind and you follow it. And when you have any area that is of a disconnect with others, you understand differentiation of the self. And you are able to handle if you feel unhappy about things from inside of you and not to shame, blame, fault, or in any way, shape, or form, do the whole revenge. However, if you feel spite, envy, jealousy, or that you would want, let's say, here's where, please do not look upon those traits as not good or good. Look at them as a natural way that your anger, your own inner world is protecting you. There's a childhood trauma there. There's a reason why there's a, ah, I would want that, and it's insecurity though, okay? Because the minute that you're willing and ready to hurt someone else, Hurt leads to hurt. What it means is you don't feel safe with other human beings, which is only going to come out when you have an insecure ego self, an insecure body, an insecure stance on something. And so the adaptive child to protect the inner child to help you feel powerful is going to do the whole, I'm going to make sure I prove that I'm right and you're wrong. I'm going to stay in control of the situation. If that isn't going to work, I'm going to start to make it about me and list a way that I'm going to try and give these 
equations. And at that point, because you will become the villain of my story, whether I tried to be a hero or a rescuer, it doesn't matter. Or I tried to be the victim and you didn't rescue me or whatever it is. There was a not, you didn't do what I wanted you to do. Here's the two-year-old without Krishna, Leela, Shiva, or Kali. It's just a two-year-old without any sense of safety whatsoever. Because in order for you to connect to Kali, Shiva, and Krishna, Leela, you must be connected to your higher self, to the part of what consciousness is. It's the essence of life. To be essence of life is in equanimity, equanimity land, neutrality. You can't be connected, quote-unquote. You can think you are. Of course you can if your brain is not integrated, so if you're not aware in one millisecond, second of a fraction of your thoughts and the sensations that arise, and then you're not able to be aware means you're not, oh, here's what I'm feeling, here's what I'm thinking. In that one second, it's not about you creating any um, assumption yet. It's simply about being aware. Okay, here's what I'm thinking, here's what I'm feeling. It's the number one step. My body is interacting. So when we have triggers, that's where we'll figure that moment out after the fact. As you practice equanimity, you gain more and more awareness of you in the now. And then you're able at certain points in the future, depends where you're at with your journey, to be able and not bring to the table the charge state at all because you've practiced mastering all of those emotions that arise. And that's within your own body and in your own mind. And that's while interacting with people, by the way. So on that note, um, 5D, when we have our oversoul, we don't uh, stop in our tracks when it comes to anyone or anything, the love cycle people, because we don't have this defectiveness button. So we maintain an awareness of the ability to create whatever fairy tale, whatever story we want in our heads. Okay, but we don't do hero, villain or rescuing. That's disrespectful, actually. We recognize that you are flawed, I'm flawed, that's it. And here, the Neapolitan saying that I shared with you in one of our videos about love and mothers and their children. And here's where it's beautiful when I'm in Naples because I love that they're all rowdy and they're all over the place. And even though people who are private don't like it, it's where they don't like it because they're not comfortable with all the spectrum of emotions that are the basic foundation of being a human. As long as you deny yourself something it's gonna one be interacting with you you're gonna also notice it but two you're not going to familiarize yourself with it this is where it's natural for us not to want to gain an in-depth i mean i'm talking now from my end the fear thing i mean if you think about that specific emotion it's the most uncomfortable out of all to actually be aware of and to then create a relationship with of maturity because it's scary, you know, and that's where though it's normal and okay to be afraid because that's how we feel with the unknown, unwanted uncertainty with darkness and the very sense of no existence, obliteration. So it's normal to feel fear when you think of the absence of life. So I'm going to disengage from philosophizing or whatever this is to get back to our tangible examples, but relationships with every one of those emotions is something that a person can mature and it's most amazing when you're actually doing it with your loved ones so when you can have your charge states be the adult version of you and you don't have anger anymore you don't have a way of getting into the limited consciousness space because see anger limits you because it dumbs your brain down but it's really because your body's in defense mode 
you're 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 already not listening to somebody the minute that you're in an agitated state with the charge states because your ego's insecure your emotions are insecure you're insecure you're immature okay so again this is where 5d mystics is a group that i'm looking to gather in the enlightenment soul age group because we do want to create an environment that allows more functional adult relationships, mindful relationships to happen. Not everybody's going to want to do therapy. Not everybody does therapy even if they need it. They don't even actually think they need it because they think people should be less fuzzy and warm and kind to each other, okay? And so that's where we're going to leave that one. Um, the energies are very, very beautiful for a 5D mystic. They don't lead us to be in nightmares, but that's because we don't believe, again, in the devil or evil. When we meet people who do, we understand. I understand when I meet people, and I have a bunch of lovely 4D friends. They have their opinions. I have my opinions. And their ability to disengage from moving further is because they choose to actually condemn humanity and to create hero, villain, rescue sentences and ideas in their brain. And so here's what happens when we meet adoptive children in our oversoul. Um, I'll use examples. When they're, right now we have the energies that are basically integrating. Those who took ownership of their life, they are moving into Dharma. And I'm specifically talking about maybe 30% of people. Okay, this is the number that came to my mind. So it's a small majority or a small minority. But it's a good minority because we're going to have some more as we move into being able to be those compassionate Zen masters in our groups. We're going to have those who want to also adapt to the style of communication and relationship because it's fun. It's fun to actually be able to talk to people. It's also more effective as we move into teaching younger generations and actually uh, communicating on important matters. So, for example, I'm a poly-secure person. Polyamory is one of those topics. Also being able to talk of the different types of polyamory structure or pronouns, right? To be able to discuss this, to be able to be understanding to those who are against it. Those who are in favor, of course, we're in favor, but to understand the rejection of it is important because it's only normal for those who are connected to identifying themselves so others will say oh but why it's unfair those are teenage words this is an adaptive child word so again i'm building 5d mystics enlightenment soul age group functional adult community not adaptive children only adaptive children use the word it's unfair when we feel something's unfair, it's called Kali's in the room. Let's bring on in Shiva and then Krishna Lila and let's be intelligent ones who wander, meaning let us explore beyond our own likes and dislikes. Let us love, which means nurturing every life beyond opinions and prejudice. This is the spirituality process. You'll hear Sadhguru talking about all of this and here I'm translating it to Human 101. Humanity is you in an integrated brain and restorative embodied self, but we don't have to be these therapists. We're not. I'm not a therapist. I'm a mentor. I'm a consultant. I'm a coach. I'm a person who creates content. I'm a Reiki practitioner, energy worker. I'm a lot of things. I'm not a therapist. I don't plan on becoming one either because you can be you just the way you are in the absence of one as well as instead in the presence of one. 
The reality is it's a subjective experience when you're moving into you and your functional adult if you want to. The trauma-informed educators, the good ones, are out there, as are the instead not good ones. The not good ones are not good because they're limiting consciousness, but they belong to a bandwidth that is not just the bandwidth. It's people who believe in things a certain way. So again, I have all the respect for different belief systems because they don't believe what we believe. It's going to happen. It's okay. Groups are not a bad thing. They're going to be with the group they want to be with. That's because they feel safe with that group. They don't want to be hugged. They don't want Reiki. They don't, whatever it is, it does not affect us in a way of having to have this, let me point a finger and be in an energy of upset. So we want to create conversations in this format. And the only people who are going to do it are the grown-ups, not the children, because the children, we see what they're doing right now. Okay, so the 5D grown-ups are the ones who are going to bring to humanity more of humanity. Meantime, we might be able to work with our lovely people up there, but it's a co-creative effort. So Sadhguru, thank goodness he's there. He's been working at it for a lot longer to create a conscious planet. Okay, back to our oversoul. So with the 5D anythings, we're not um, shitting on humanity. And we don't use the, oh, people are so evil. So I'm going to give you an example with relationships. When you have a functional adult and an adaptive child, okay? And so we have a person who's unaware of their own. Uh, it's unfair. Uh, I'm a victim of the circumstances of life. And you are not taking my side, which means you're not protecting my inner child unresolved trauma. You're not actually protecting the emotion of sadness, fear, and safety. You're not seeing my emotion and soothing it because you're not picking my side. You're not thinking the way I want you to think. You're not behaving the way I want you to behave. You're not doing life the way I want you to. Okay, so even in the most mature version of this, the fact that a person is unaware is the difference between an adaptive child versus a functional adult. Unaware of what? Of their own insecure emotion and then of taking ownership of it versus using it and then doing transference. So I'm going to shame, blame, fault, or point a finger at you and tell you what you did wrong. This is the adaptive child. They're not seeking to harmonize. They're not seeking to grow. They're not seeking to have a conversation. They're seeking to make their point to be heard, to tell you whatever it is that their demands are, and that's where it's like a little soldier. So again, rigid is what an adaptive child is, which is why the flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, stable human being adult will be like, ah, uh, okay, and that's interesting. Now, because our oversoul, we have long-term relationships with these people, there's a very much awareness of the patterns of our lovely little pitter-patter feet of people. Okay, so typically these types of little laws that people that are adaptive children do uh, will happen in time. So we learn about their patterns, that's all. That's why, again, our oversoul only expands, not diminishes. So we go and play with the adults, the Zen masters. We don't play with our adaptive children because our adaptive children gave us all their little rules and all of whatever it is that they can't handle or that whatever, they basically, if we're having fun, they take the fun out of life. So we move away from them, not because they're energy vampires. Really, they move away from us. And if they don't move away from us, we just put up with having to 
be in that little lower vibration so that they don't have to get in their high horses about whatever it is that bothers them about people in life. And so, I mean, we learn how to regulate according to the vibe in the room. And here's where owners of that vibe will recognize I'm vibing in a certain way. It's not the same as the love vibration of another individual. So I'm going to learn how to just stay away from that one because right now I'm not matching that vibration. So at worst case scenario, a person who's an adaptive child aware of themselves at the very least will say, you know, I don't actually want the love vibe. The whole thing of everything being fine really triggers me. I'm going to move and do distractive shit over here because that's what they're going to do, by the way. Because see, when you're in a low vibe, that's your opportunity to grow. It's your opportunity to take your emotions and be like, wait a minute, life didn't do anything. Life happens. And to move beyond the ideas of punishment, supernatural, good and bad, uh, life sucks, humans suck, the, 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 all this negative talk. It's the moment you can mature the life's unfair teenager view and move into your higher self. I've seen in my 43 years of life and since I've had Claire's, so 2007 is when I was awakened to these lovely Claire's and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I'm just going to leave that one in a zero space. I plead the fifth, as they say, because <laughs> out of my circle of people, I'd say that most of them have something to say about humanity or life, which I've always found like, why would you crap on life or humanity? I don't get it. You have the emotions and life didn't do anything to you, nor did humanity. What you're doing is not actually handling something that you are emotionally charged about. It's very clear your, your own emotion. I mean, of course, if we're sharing, that's normal. But what you see when a person expands and grows not change, they stay the same person, they mature the way they can talk about something. And here's where I love when people say how either they'll say you do change or they'll say you don't change, right? So here, infinite consciousness, we don't change when you're consistently a love cycle, but you expand and so you do mature. And so if people do 43-year-old Maria versus 16-year-old Maria, for example, of course they're going to see change on the outside. The inside, I can tell you I'm the same person I was ever since I can remember, but I'm more mature and I embody more of what I've always felt that I have been love, life, purusha prakriti. So the maturing took time because those experiences and then just embodying it. But really, to me, the trauma-informed is what supported everything, not the 4D land. The 4D land, of course, supports other things, which helps me to be a mystic, meaning to talk to people who have mystic stuff going on. And so right here, everything has its purpose. But if I have to put on a scale what I prefer... And what gave me the ability to speak to you in a way that I know can support all people? It's the science people, not the 4D people. 4D people give me stories. The stories don't help me to explain to you how your body works. And if you don't know how your body works, then you can't take ownership of the immature emotions. Okay, so back to, in fact, Storyland and Channeled Guidance. Um, when a person is aware that they vibe in a low vibration so that means they're going to lead themselves to be around lower vibration and that they're going to though think of people as evil and always doing evil things they've decided idiots are dead sure that people are evil they don't have your back 
they don't do this, but see, here's where I've seen this too, where people can, not the evil part, I don't use that word, because to me, that is a person who needs a good therapist, because I know that they're not being able to be there is because they have shame defectiveness, heartbreak, gut wrench, torn apart, their two-year-old didn't feel safe to be a child, didn't get to express who they are, they don't know emotional maturity, they don't know the range of emotions as a human, and they don't know what it means to be a functional adult, so I'm not going to be pissy at someone who cannot self-regulate in enlightenment vibration. I will not be around them either necessarily because I don't actually want to use 24 hours in what is a low vibration that is then going to insult my species, humanity, and life, which I cherish and do feel every 24 hours is your gift to share love with people and then to bring this lovely planet to a better place. And that's where you choose what to focus on. The better place is economically and environmentally sustainable for all eight plus billion people in growing not sacrifice no the people who want to keep telling us we have to sacrifice they can go and sacrifice whatever the people who are intelligent we are creatives and we do not give up on anyone or anything so we do not accept the idea of sacrifice because that's actually a concept by the way and we don't have to accept limited consciousness that's the part we get to push what our lovely brains to be creative and to be in our infinite higher human consciousness so if people don't trust in their own brain that's good for them and they don't trust in the human species good for you some of us we do and that's where we're going to keep moving forward because life is the human who can think of how to make sure life keeps to be sustainable versus the ones who want to have their little doomsday clock i still to this day cannot believe that there are people who watch this clock to this day, I'm like, wow, okay, let me just disengage and remember, thank goodness trauma-informed educators are out there and there's all the good, good updating empirical data, people, because we are saved thanks to them, not the ancient stories. The ancient stories want to keep in organic land. Organic land don't last forever. We're looking for planet because we know the sun will extinguish at some point. So my book, I'm going to give money to science. I've always known why science prevails from the arts. I'm an arts. I'm a master's of arts. And when I looked into wanting to get a PhD, one thing my professor said was, why do you want to do it, Maria? I said, for me, I would want to get it for me. I love academia, I love learning, and I love the subject matters I've chosen, and I would love to, you know. So they said, okay, then that's fine. But if you get a doctorate because you think you're going to go somewhere with it, you're not in the field of science, so you're not going to get funding and whatnot. Long story short, some people do understand why things happen and we don't whine about it like teenagers do because we grow up some people they grow up but they stay teenagers okay so the story of let me list to you what you did wrong because you didn't read my mind because you didn't read how i would react to something specific that basically i am going to decide is good or bad and in this case it's bad it's a bad thing it's a evil thing actually it's insensitive this is one of the reasons why we are all flawed and perfect meaning we can all make mistakes right so here's where i can make mistakes i the human being and to somebody be considered a bad person oh wow lo and behold so i was a teenager when i realized that and you know what i also realized never going to make everybody happy yeah so i'm not going to be trying to read your mind 
I will learn how to say I'm sorry, to mean it, all these things, and then to learn with whatever list you're giving me. So in this case, when I get listed, what I need to do in order to make sure that I don't overstep whatever emotional and other stuff that they have going on, because adaptive children have emotional stuff going on. So this is where it's not about it being good or bad. It's actually people having, you didn't read my mind. You didn't do what I told you, what I would want. It's, I can do the same. And this is the difference is, of course, we all will have done the same. However, some of us actually don't go in with the, if it's not um, my way, then the highway, meaning if I tell you something and then you don't learn how to have a relationship with me, I'm going to disengage from it. So I'll use me as the example. Whenever I do make assumptions because of thinking that I might be able to assume something, right? Because that's what we naturally will do. We think as people. So we think that we can know each other on a level of reading quote-unquote minds, but we can misalign. There can be misattunement. The misattunement and misalignment is actually something that an adult knows how to handle because, again, we all will make mistakes, meaning I'm not going to be able to read your mind, which is why in this case there will be a conversation, okay? Of course there's going to be a conversation. So when the adaptive children present whatever it is they're presenting, we will obviously take note because there's feelings that are in the middle. Teenager, adult, same thing for me personally. It's always been, okay, got it, sorry, won't do it again, uh, learn from it. And from that moment forth, there's really an awareness of there being a sensitive person who does not actually know how to accept that we all think differently and feel differently. But that's the part of where it's not going to be something that is a deal breaker because so many people actually don't recognize when they get emotional with people and they don't recognize it all by themselves. So for the other way, I'll use me. One of these moments in my life, I was uh, actually going through a processing depth of emotion, very serious situation, okay, for me, not for anybody else. And I had, it was in my master's years, so I was already 25 at the time, 24, 24, maybe after my 25th birthday. So long story short, I was in one of my very, very uh, important moods, if you will, and one of my good friends, the way they responded was not with compassion. And while I contemplated in a bit of a pissy mood in my head, their reaction, I also at the same time said, but wait a minute, they're actually right. You have no reason to be all pissy about it. One, you know, and there's a way that a person who's a love cycle, that's a functional adult, 5D mystic, the ones who come out of the shame cycle, they will have different stories. Because see, a shame cycle person would say, oh, they did this. Oh, they're evil. Look at that. That What an evil friend. They're not a friend. They're a mean person. Oh, and they didn't have any kind of compassion whatsoever with me. And yada, yada, yada. So the story of an adaptive child will continue down the path of deciding to become dead sure, an idiot, about their friend, but it's condemning. They didn't do what I liked. They didn't have emotional sensitivity for me, towards me. Now that they did not see me, they did not soothe me, they did not help me feel safe or secure, now they're in the bad people list. The adoptive children put in bad people because they're looking for the parental, the attachment figure. So some people, they build secure attachment relationships. 
those would be adaptive children. Functional adults build secure connections. So for us, it's different. Again, the minute that something is presented to us is the minute that you become more of a grown-up with yourself, no matter who it is. In your entire storyline of oversoul, that's why. We're like, okay, well, of course, I don't like this. It's emotionally whatever, but it's okay. I'll get over it. I'll move on from it. I'll grow up. I'm, I'm being in a way of emotional and mental and physical maturity. We appreciate the directness, and that's what we appreciate people have as they are. We don't say, ah, you're not what I want you to be, so now I'm going to make a list of the reasons why you're a bad person. You didn't rescue me like I told you to or wanted. So long story short, again, putting that to the side because it's all adaptive children who don't realize they're looking for attachment. So when people look for parents, we're not their parent. We don't look to be parents to people. I'm not looking to be parents. And um, people who don't realize it, again, they're still in our secure connection bank because they're loved ones. Once it's cleared away to the people who are emotionally insecure and immature, that's where you learn what they, you try to learn, however it is their mind works, and to not do the thing they define as, oh, that's evil, oh, that's mean, oh, that's bad. To the best of your ability, you know you're not going to get it perfect, but you do appreciate that they tell you things. So at least when people have straightforward conversations, the adaptive children with the grown-ups, there can be, okay, we had a little splinter, here's our repair, there we go, fixed, and you move forward. The relationships for 5D, though, are definitely different as we move into creating a group of functional adults, because seriously, that's when I think of people that actually sit in these areas, um, all I can tell you is it's good when they know about their own vibration and they stick to people who have the same type of vibe they do. Because at least they can enjoy themselves with distractive methodologies, whatever it is they get to go do, and we don't have to be in the same room. Because the reality is, to us, life is a gift, no matter what challenges may be brought forth. We understand the difference between having emotional maturity in your body and not. Okay, so I understand how challenging for those who have childhood trauma, so they feel defective. The trauma-informed experts have made it clear that's why therapy is good. And it's good that we have people like Patrick Tiohan out there explaining the difference between how to handle yourself when your adaptive child comes up because you got childhood trauma versus allowing yourself to think that it's okay to balk when a child is coddled. No, it's not okay. It's a red flag. The fact that you can't handle that a child gets treated in the way of allowing them to be annoying, that's red flag meaning you didn't have a healthy childhood, not the other way around. So while the rigid people want to go around talking to people about not being emotional, luckily we have the emotional ones who are here saying, okay, uh, let's take some steps back. And here we're going to keep defining what unresolved trauma means so that sooner or later you figure out that if you're rigid, you have trauma that you would want to maybe handle if you want. You don't have to. There are people who don't accept self-compassion. There's a journey to get out of dysregulated, modulated, embodied experiences. We'll talk about that in other episodes. I want to end our channeled guidance with the stories of when you actually realize that you are able to be yourself. The Neapolitan saying, for every mother, the, every cockroach is their, their mother's beautiful star. So no matter what you are, you're going to be loved. 
And that's why when I see the Neapolitan culture, I see children who have relationship with their emotions. They're not the most ideal in certain instances, but they are healthy when it comes to building relationships. They know how to be passionate. They know how to mature. They can handle their life with, with what is actual emotion and depth. You know what's sad is seeing people not create a relationship with their body because they don't know about the part of trauma. This is sad because they're missing out on something, even though I understand, again, as the trauma-informed experts explained, that it's, it's actually overwhelming and, and destabilizing, and that's why therapists are important for us to note, uh, and also just to note about trauma. So we have compassion for the adoptive children, but we won't play with them because they're not playful. They have a lot of things that we will not be able to tend because we're not trying to be their parents. It's okay. We find a way to maintain secure connection with our entire oversoul because 5D is always looking to repair. We listen. We hear. So when we say sorry or when we you know, are being quote-unquote scolded, we'll figure out. And if there's a no ability to go to the middle, we already understand at a certain point that too. So it's, it's all good. But when we meet people instead... They actually enjoy being reminded, hey, you know what? You're beautiful to me with your imperfections and your flaws. Come on over. Come on over here. Let's play together. So right now we have some people here. They're actually charged and they've been brought to become their beautiful, beautiful, optimal human self because somebody said you're beautiful. All you have, what are you doing? What are you doing? You can get out of that. I know you can. I know you can treat yourself with love and kindness and you can moderate yourself you can be smart you're definitely smart you got all of it going for you that's all the encouragement some people need in order to start seeing that they can be the actual quote-unquote hero but not like a hero as a person that they can in their day-to-day life be the person whether it be man woman or they that they want to be and you know how beautiful it is when you're lying that roars from your own heart to see there's an energy of Purusha Prakriti, only the people who tap into it, and these are the people I'm talking about, they got to tap into it, thanks to the compassionate mirrors, thanks to their oversoul, though, there has to be a special bond. And I know that sounds silly, but consciousness, when we come together, there's always a why. And the motivator is going to have to be something that is so appealing to you that you just can't explain it if you will and we'll continue our conversations in other episodes but right now as we end this month all of you if you're 5d and in love with who you are and humanity then you got some really fire fired up energy going on and that's the discovery of how to be all that you can be from the heart to the mind to the body and you're growing functional adult relationships the people who are not vibing in enlightenment they're not around you too much and if they are it's because they want to vibe at that level so if anybody is in your vicinity it's because they're ready to be their full life as well and this doesn't mean they're entrepreneurs necessarily but the ones who are we're building things together we're looking to the future together we have much going on especially as we prepare for another big set of changes we're trying to build communities that can sustain emotionally and mentally and then also be creative in utilization of technology of science so that we can support 
and create the uh, sustainability. We're not too late for anything. We are never too late, but the part is that if people focus on that, they're not focusing on the now. And that's why we want to focus what we have at hand and come together to actively engineer, scientists, the community of people who are geniuses. We need them to figure stuff out, but we also want to allow ourselves to remember we create relationships with all people. If you say, oh no, that person's from that other political party, religious party, whatever, that's where we're creating divides instead of bringing together opposing views, but having a common goal, which is right now we need all hands on deck. We need all people to work together. We want all people to work together and, and change doesn't have to be disruptive. This is another bullshit sentence that only the people in separation consciousness talk about. You don't have to go through suffering. You don't have to go through pain. In fact, nobody has to even be spiritual to move into their optimized brain. It's actually all about how you work with your nervous system and emotions. And that's why your left and right mode brain, your brain is the most important tool you have. And yoga doesn't teach you about how to navigate it. You learning how to navigate your thoughts and your sensations begins with the minute that they arise. Mindfulness, again, helps you to pause. Some people need that. Some don't need it too much. They can e easily pause and they can easily get out of the rumination cycle. And then they can do mindset and say, oh, these sensations, I was irritated. It's about ownership of emotions like grown-ups. And then instead of throwing them and saying, oh, you treated me like shit. Oh, you're evil. Oh, you're evil. Oh, all these people are evil. Oh, you're all bad friends. You don't want... No, this is, this is not the case. People who are true friends can say shit and shit to their faces. They hug it out because friends means we're grown-ups together. Nobody's being a parent. The ones who go, you oh, know, you didn't do what I wanted you to do. You're so evil. I mean, seriously, we are only compassionate because we get it. It's like, okay, wow. You know, what are we, we, there's no point in saying anything because the minute an adult comes to you with something like that is the minute you know you don't have an adult. You have a person who wanted to be seen, wanted to be saved, wanted to be sued. They, they, they have an emotional turmoilous moment. And they decided instead of recognizing I'm under emotional turmoil, which is why I'm upset at another person right now. They are like, oh, no, nope, my upset is validated. I'm going to point a finger, shame, blame, fault, and actually even accuse you of things. There's a different land. It's called 5D land. I'm upset. Of course, I feel that there was an insensitivity, but it's not insensitive. It's just a the person. They're giving me their opinion. That's all. They're them. I'm me. We can come together. Nobody needs to be in the down and dumps about it. This is a difference. It's evaluating with equanimity which is what I used as me, me as that example because I was pretty pissed in the sense of wow that's insensitive but then I was like well is it really <laughs> no it's not actually I'm being a drama queen yeah I think that's what it is I think my friend's right you rock and that was it because those of us who are again comfortable with emotions we don't be like oh my gosh I'm dying because I'm upset inside the people who feel the upset with emotions, again, it's a real deal. And that's why we have good therapists. They can handle that and grow mature, or they can also become owners of it and grow mature, or not, and go to a group and be with their group. There's plenty of groups. They support each other. Those are all those other soul age groups. So there's belonging and certainty as uh, drives, and people who have that, they have different types of relationships. But the functional adult enlightenment, so age group, we have playground relationships. 
And then when it comes to other aspects, we just naturally are able to fall within a group of uh, all people, all walks of life, and to just keep on creating infinite higher human consciousness potential experiences. Be kind, be compassionate, be loving. Allow yourselves to learn how to work with your emotions if you want and how to share your compassion with others and how to handle, of course, all those who come around. And we'll be back with more in the meantime. Have a wonderful day.